Salutations to the Haitian army and welcome to something brand new with the same old people, Tyler Menendez. How you doing, my man? I'm good, man. A little tired, but we're going to get through this. You say that on every episode. I really do. I just yeah, thought of that. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm always bitching and complaining. I'm so, well, I wasn't going to go that far, but I will tell you on the last episode, uh, your yawns are incredible. Yeah. 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 I, well, we're, we're real here. Sure. We're real. Too real. Really tired. That was too real. What is going on on this real episode? episode is Tyler. Uh, that was a fake one. That better be edited out. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Tyler and I, for anybody who's familiar with the show, are constantly trying to bridge the gap between what we're really interested in, which is is, is psychology okay to say? It's like psychology and just anything having to do with us. It, okay. that's I would have put it a completely different way, but- Also um, accurate. I think with you and I, we grew up in such a great household. We grew up rarely needing anything. And when we got to be older, we found a lot of psychological deficiencies. Mm -hmm. And we have constantly wondered why. Am I painting that correctly? Yeah. I mean, we're always on the lookout. We're always in search of what makes us tick. And the, uh, shall I say, the shame that we carry around. Where does it stem from and how does it affect our current uh, behavior. Okay. And, and, and to, relationships to make it less narcissistic. Also, I also look at other people and I think, what the fuck is wrong with you? Sure. Co actually more than me, but that's probably a symptom of whatever's going on. Well, anything you see in another person, that is uh, something you realize in yourself. This is, that is perfect for the kook It's alert. called kook alert for a reason, people. And that is the thing. Tyler and I are going to put together these little mini episodes mm -hmm. so that all the people who aren't interested in the self help bullshit can just go ahead and skip this one, go to the regular episode and get all the fart and dick jokes your heart desires. Yes, yes. And if you're listening right now, sorry that we skipped a week on our normal uh, episode, but Ryan and I are going on vacation, yeah! baby! I am going to be turning 27! Plus a couple. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know mm -hmm. what? That's the way that the mini sessions were born. We, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. We wanted to give you something and... Give you a little taste. Kook alert has been born. Yeah, yeah. Because so, the mini sessions we we, we would do uh, like stories right. from our from our past and yes. get into those. For this one, we want to discuss um, not so much stories, but just uh, real topics, serious topics with our flavor thrown in. With our flavor thrown in, and again, I genuinely mean for the people who aren't here for that, you could just go ahead and avoid these, and you don't have to be beaten up by I, the depression index. I don't like what you're doing. I, I don't like what you're doing. Listen to us right now. Okay. You will not hit that stop button, and then as soon, not even as soon as this episode is over, right now, you will go to thoseguysyouhate.com, and you will click on all those links, and you will subscribe. You're giving people mental health problems as we get into this. Yeah, but then we're going to fix them in a minute. There you go. Like a mechanic. You know, you hit something with a hammer, you got to repeat customer. I figure we create the problem and then fix the problem. <laughs> that is called capitalism. It's like so, the opioid epidemic. Let's get into this. And the last little paintbrush stroke that I will put on top of it is what I think is at the base of our show of those guys you hate is the dichotomy of you and I being interested in what we just outlined. You and I just having this incredible thirst to figure it out. I know for me, it's a compulsion. I, I, I can't stop, not just about myself, but about what makes people act in the way that it that, that they end up. And number three, I'm so afraid to be vulnerable and talk about it. It sounds ridiculous if you've been listening to this for four years, mm -hmm. but to this day, right now as I sit here and talk to you, I, 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 I'm always afraid about going over the line into kook alert territory. Well, we named it this uh, for a reason, so buckle your seatbelts. Let's get into it. Strap it on.
Tyler. So Tyler. Yes. What do you know? We're starting at such a fundamental level. Mm -hmm. What do you know? Let's go back to the basics. About family trauma. Like, give, give me a general outline of family trauma. Well, pretty much all families have them. I don't, my belief is you can't get out of childhood without some form of trauma. I, I would I would be damn near close to absolute on this me one. Me too. The, the problem is I think we would get a lot of pushback on this if we could take a poll of some kind from our millions of listeners. Uh, some people I think are unaware of how wide of a description trauma can uh, can can uh, talk about specific things. Well, first of all, or different things. Those are the people that are hurt the most and you're having a breakthrough right now. Mm -hmm. Just let it happen. You're welcome. And would you say, and I don't want to get into the weeds at the very beginning here, but if you don't have some form of trauma, you know, of course there are extremes, I won't list them, mm -hmm. some sort of childhood trauma, doesn't your brain in some way create that? Because it's just whatever the worst of what you know is, I, I guess maybe I'm painting with too broad of a brush. Well, I think what you're getting at, and, and there is an argument to be made here, where through evolution over millions of years, and Homo sapiens have been around for hundreds of thousands of years, and this was back during a time when there were saber-toothed tigers, and we were still learning what plants were okay to touch and eat, and there was dangers literally everywhere. It's yep. like Australia. Everything was trying to kill you. I can't wait till they evolve. It's, <laughs> I cannot wait to see what that looks Get like. Get with it, Australia! <laughs> Jetsons? I don't know. <laughs> and so we have all all of these different mechanics in our bodies and in our brains that are there to protect us from all these dangers that don't exist anymore. There are we we are not threatened by the food chain. There, we are not hunted by animals. I don't know. We, There's what, orcas in the Biscayne. I, I I think that maybe never been an orca kill in the wild of uh, uh, kill a human in the wild before ever. Means, Only in captivity. It means they're due, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I have no argument. And and to expound on what it is that you're saying. We are the lineage, in most ways, I would imagine, of the people that worried the most. Exactly. The, the people that were like, eh, I ain't scared of no saber-toothed tigers. They probably died pretty soon after that sentence. For yeah. sure. The, the, the guy, or, or woman, or woman, sure. who, would, who would see the, the bush uh, rattle a little bit, and they went, I'm going to go check that out. Yeah, Those people yeah. didn't fucking survive. <laughs> Tyler, I've seen scary movies. I know exactly how that goes. And, and just to wrap up my thought, we have all these different mechanics, and now they are not being used towards what they were initially evolved for. Yep. So now we create yep. the issues so they have something to go after. Yeah, and, and now that it's not physical, it becomes mental. Exactly. And, and I think that everybody in the world, no matter how much bullshit you think this is, you can agree that there is a mental health crisis in this country dare i say this world you cannot agree but the numbers will tell you you're fucking wrong if i don't see it it's not happening that's also true and yeah. and, and i just think that that's very interesting now at a foundational building block of i would say everybody in the world you have your family you have your own little clan your own little tribe that you grow up in mm -hmm. yes and, absolutely and, and you learn so much from how your parents treat each other, how they treat you, the conscious things they're giving off, the subconscious things they're giving off, and the things that shock you in the moment, the things that traumatize you, if I may use that word. Absolutely. Uh, whether you know it or not, those are the, are the, the snapshots that r define you a lot more than some of the other things, yes? For sure. And I think it would be very important to get into some of the 
lesser known examples of what constitutes trauma. Because I think when we say trauma, I think so many people out there will go to the really big ones, the obvious ones, rape and violence and, you know, uh, alcoholic parents, those sort of things, sure. which is which are very traumatic. Very traumatic. But you also have the lesser known ones. When you have a parent, when you are pick an age, five, six, seven, whatever it is. Six. And you, okay, perfect. <laughs> Pull a card, pick a card, any card. Not that one, I don't like that one. <laughs> and, and you are this young, uh, when you are that young, you have a foundation of an understanding of the world, which is, this is my mom, yep. and this is my dad, or this is my dad and my dad, or my mom and my mom. What? Whatever you got going what? on. What? <laughs> Now you're just talking crazy, Tyler. He's espousing the literal media back at it again. <laughs> right. And and the, this is your world. Yeah, These the, are the people that take care of you. This is my safety place. That's it. That's it. These are the people that I'm trusting. That is innate within me. Yes. And then you have something along the lines of them telling you, be more like your brother. Be more like your father. Be more like your mother. You are literally telling your child in this one arbitrary example, you're not good enough. Be another person and as a child as an adult you'd be like fuck you this is the only person i know how to be i'm me that's okay. it when you're that young your brain doesn't know how to do that so it immediately thinks okay i'm there's something wrong with me i need to be somebody else these are the people who i trust the most so obviously they're being they're being straightforward with me what do i do now very clearly yeah I, something is wrong i need to be this person okay. the only problem is you can't be anybody else but here's here is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna hit the ball back on my side. All right. Most people, especially people from other generations, would say, "Stop being a baby." Mm. Oh, wow! Somebody told you to be like your brother. That's just life. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and your response to that is, "You're fucking traumatized, dude. You grew up in a world, sure. or or lady, you grew up in a world. Where- <laughs> You're doing great, man. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Really 2023, you scared sure. the shit out of me. You even <laughs> did it back in caveman times. I'm like, wait a minute." You grew up in a world where this was normalized. And yeah. just because it was normal when you were growing up does not make it right. They had lead in the fucking paint you were using to paint your house it with. It made it more delicious. <laughs> and you know that. As you say that, I'm picturing a certain person in my mind. And, and I want to grab this person by their shoulders and be like, look at you. Yeah. Look at you. You're a product of this. But but yeah. that what we're talking about almost shields you, almost blinds you so you can make it from day to day. That's it. Boy, we are so, th this is liberal media at its finest. Absolutely. And, and, sure. and that's the whole thing is from your own perspective, you're like, this is what's normal. This, this What I know is normal. What you're saying is crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're it's hard right. to have perspective on something that you don't understand. Now, I was talking to Mama Menendez about this. I was just talking to her on the way. We're all going on vacation tomorrow. And I oh, said, yeah. and I, I explained the premise of what we're doing here. And I said, you know, she was a peer counseling teacher, which mm -hmm. is the person in a middle school that if there's conflict, they come to her. Mm -hmm. She is what I would imagine is a more important position in schools nowadays than ever. Oh yeah. Back in our day, it was just like kind of this fun little thing to do. I imagine they're putting out fires all over the place. Yeah. She would be somebody I think that could be interesting to bring into these episodes. Absolutely. Because she has a lot of insight and she said, you know, what's interesting, I think is how two people could experience the same family trauma through their own prisms and then come out with two entirely different ideas, two different people. Mm -hmm. Just it's that's a very interesting part of this as well. For sure. But the the way that they that they um the way that the symptoms show from trauma can be 
wildly different, almost infinitely yeah. different from person to person. Sure. But when you get to the very source of it, it's it's almost always the same. Well, not the source, but the way that it expresses itself. Exactly. No, no, no. I'm saying when you get to the shame, to the, to the trauma itself, the core issue, because the way that we behave is a symptom. It is a reaction to that trauma. Yep. But as soon as you get past whatever the behavior is, which can very wildly the shame that is there waiting for you is pretty much universal across us well, all. You you keep saying shame. What is the connection between trauma and shame? What is do those two things have to come together or can you have one? Can you have the other? Just I, fix me, please, because well, this sucks. Well, I, I well, that's a very fine hair to cut because I think shame is a very or maybe I should use the word guilt is a very important important feeling in our society. Look at how politics have no, become no. shameless. You cannot have <laughs> any sort of political aspirations and shame. You can't at this point. You can't. That's what I'm saying. They'll, they'll we, run you out. Bring back the shame. Okay. <laughs> in I, politics, at I, least. Oh, oh okay. In good, politics. Good, I got some stories for you. No. no, no, you're right. You're right. People being held accountable for just being people. For sure. Yeah. But when we carry it around in our day-to-day -day life based on something that happened when we were younger, that is unhealthy. That will rot us out from the inside. It is very unhealthy to carry shame with us over a long, uh, a long extended period of time. And, and I don't know if it matters or not, but very often that happens with people where it wasn't your fault. It wasn't Absolutely. You, something happened to you and now you're carrying this around with you. And, and even if it was, you know, you can atone and move forward. For sure. And, and that's just it is it, it could be something as simple as. As I remember working with somebody uh, a few years ago and their parents would tell them all the time, you know, you're too happy. Like we go out and we, and we, and we meet with people and you're, and you're, and you're boisterous and you talk all, all so much and you're just you, dial it back a little bit. You've just been told by your fucking parents That's, that hurts that what comes naturally to you, which is a beautiful thing in my opinion is, Hey, that's not okay. Dial it back. Sure. You have now been shamed to neutralize a, a foundational part of yourself. Absolutely. It's like being told as a boy, like, oh, uh, don't put your penis in anything because it'll, uh, what was the, there was a serial killer whose mom used to tell him there's a, like a demon in your penis or something like that. And if you Demus. use it, a Dennis, that's yes, right. Yeah. And if you use it, it'll, it'll wreak havoc sure. on you. You are fucking your kid up yeah. for life. Well, and then in, just to keep going in that direction, much like we talk about serial killers, like you just brought up, terrible, awful things that should not be done to a man, except for maybe Ted Bundy, it's somewhat murky. Every single one of them went through problems as a child. So often the people that are abused as kids and they know the tor and they know the terror and they know the torture, they grow up to then show that often kids that are raped grow up to rape mm -hmm. and and it that is just the most obvious the most the easiest thing to read of how it imprints on you and and can ruin you from the inside absolutely and, and i don't i don't know if i want to say that if you are raped as a child you're going to grow up to rape no 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 but I, it absolutely affects the way that you view boundaries. Is it, is it fair to say that you are more likely to rape if you've been raped? I I've done no research, but I feel very confident in saying that. Yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. You are, you That's are, it. you, it's a fact <laughs> you are immediately skewed in how uh, to go about physical relationships and even emotional ones when you go through something like that. And I think subconsciously people believe no matter how much it hurts, 
this is what relationships are. I mm-hmm. mean, if my parents are doing this to me, I, I'll, I'll make it personal. When we grew up, our father had a problem with stepping out on her mom. Is that fair to say? Problem with, you mean leaving? He just left. Yeah. Well, yeah. other people and all that stuff. Uh, is that uh, un- unfair for yeah, me? Uh, yeah, it was weird terms you just put it in. I'm it trying, was like a riddle. I'm <laughs> answer these riddles three. So, <laughs> he's the Sphinx, I can tell you. you Sphinx, you are depressing, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I got your nose. So the thing is, it's something that very much hurt me. Yeah. You know, him being with somebody else and then leaving the family. Sure. Deep. Deep, deep drama. That yeah. that for us, because we had the perfect family, it all blew up in our face. I think we have a mini session about it. We absolutely do. And that Let's is where a big portion of our abandonment issues stem from. Crushed me. And then as I got older, I showed that same behavior. I was a prolific cheater. Sure. I did the things that I knew hurt people because somewhere, no matter how much pain I experienced, I thought, this is how you're a man. If you mm-hmm. want to be a man, you do this. And, and I'm here uh, 41 on Sunday, still trying to untangle those things with all of the information that I have. It's a very tough thing to do. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. And I mean, now that you mentioned that, it really makes me think of how when I was, you know, 12, 13, something along those lines, maybe 11, I was sexually assaulted by an older kid. You've told me that. And yeah, yeah and I think I've talked about it here on the show. If I think not, so too. surprise! Hey, we got you this cake. <laughs> <laughs> There's people listening to this and they're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Trigger warning? Are you guys laughing? It's everything, Everything's baby. content, my friend. It's a mixed bag of nuts. And, and, and I think there's a lot of people who have gone through what you're describing. For so. sure. But what I meant to say was that I went through that experience. I buried it very deep emotionally. I didn't find out until very recently. I I didn't even think about it. That's the crazy thing. For years, I never even thought of it as an inappropriate thing. It was just something that just happened. And and I imagine you just stopped thinking about it. Absolutely. Not not like I'm trying not to, you just bury it. Absolutely. And I never discussed it with anybody, so it just became, I normalized it in my own brain. Right. And I think that is a big reason why over the course of, you know, 15 years, and I have done such amazing work in yeah. the last five or six here, here. Um, of how I got my validity as a human being through the act of sex. If I was having sex, I was the man for like 24 hours. I'm still, I'm still going through that. Sure. And, and I'm sure. not there, but I, I, I think so, that resonates with so many people. Absolutely. And, and sex is held in such high regard in our society but it's your key to being a man i want to do a segment on this specifically yeah nonetheless yes continue no 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 and that was it it's just the way that we view sex where it's this thing that if you don't have it you just said it if you don't have it you're not a man well and it's horseshit but don't you think that some of that and again we're grown ass men all of our issues are now our issues but don't you think that there was a context or at least a subcontext of that in our house Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, our father grew up in Cuba in, in, yeah, yeah, in the, in the fifties and Cubans, especially in Cuba, not the greatest uh, track record with sexism and racism. So of course he got a lot of uh, hand-me-down traumas himself from that societal from those societal issues sure. and those societal beliefs. For sure. And, and you know, we all have our insecurities. And, and I do believe now, and it's something that I've dealt with, and, and it has to do with our specific brand of family trauma of, hey, I don't feel great about myself, but look, I'm with this beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Hey, exactly. I'm, hey, I, you know, 
I feel like shit, but she likes me, so I must be okay. So that's our own particular brand, you know well, what I mean? Well, and there's a lot of that trophy wife type of attitude where it's like, hey, no matter how I feel inside, look at all these other people looking at us. One million percent. Impressed. I can't, I can't, and what I really think the base of that is is I cannot make that feeling myself, so I'm going to, you know, farm it out to you guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and I would say, I think the idea that we can create those feelings for ourselves, that it should come from us, our, our, our validation, we create our validation. That is something that I didn't learn until my thirties. And I think millions of people out there aren't even aware of. I would say, you know, to just top you, because that's my, my, my position here. I, I guess I'll go bottom. I don't think you can, but I'm a power top though, Tyler. <laughs> You're is, a dainty top. I'm a dainty top, but it's, I hold it in the thighs. <laughs> I hold it with power. <laughs> it's a dainty power. <laughs> but I believe that you, and here we go, liberal media cliche, but also true. You can't get that from, you say, oh, it's hard to get that. I don't think you can get that from anywhere else. I think yeah. you can get other things from people, but I don't know if you can get self-worth from someone else. No, people can add to it. Sure. Where it's like you see these things in yourself and then people come, oh, you're really nice. And then in your head, you're like, fuck yeah, Blow I me am up. nice. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. People can add to it, but the foundation yep. must come from us. And I'm working on that right now, dude. I told you, I'm in the danger room. I'm in the gym and my my attention goes over there and it's, nope, 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 nope. Yep. I'm a little bit vulnerable here saying this, but hey, I, I've said it on the last show. I love you, buddy. Bop, 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 out there. Nope, back here, man. Mm. No matter what that person thinks about you, you're the shit. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's you're training your brain to overcome your family traumas. Thanks a lot, dad. Yeah. And mom. Let's have dad on the show and we'll just yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love dad. How long do you think he would wait before he got up and left? Uh, we've been over to, under two and a half minutes. We've been out to dinner with him and he just shakes his head at us like enough, enough. He does get that dead eyed stare. What, a million miles away. Yeah. But, yeah. It, and I also believe like the movie Turning Red. Have you seen Turning Red? I have not. Controversial. Mm. Uh, it's all about what we're talking about right now. And mm. you realize your parents, generally speaking, are doing the best that they can. For sure. Our father came over here from Cuba by himself, all these different things. At 15. 14. You're 14. D- you're doing the best that, younger than RJ, you're doing the best that you can and you realize your parents aren't perfect. Your parents are just people too and that's part of growing up and then now it's on you to take care of your shit. Absolutely. After a certain age, after a certain level of maturity, we must begin to parent ourselves. Yep. Even, even if we had great parents, we must dare I say, police ourselves and be aware of any of these negative traits that come up and then learn to teach ourselves not to do them. And as you get older, what, what you know, 99% of the time happens is you get to a place in your age, your father gets to a place in his age where you can now kick the shit out of him. And there's some <laughs> catharsis to that. Yeah, but they got that old man strength. Nah, nah, dad, dad don't want none of this. <laughs> I don't want none of this. I'll... That's how you want to get <laughs> close to the let's, end of the episode. Let's close it out. Dad, you've been called out. No, no, where you, hopefully you can find forgiveness for this person. Uh, you know, I still got some stuff, you know, bouncing around in me for dad. Sure. You remember Michael's wedding? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> or at least the drive home. I cried. I wanted to run us off a cliff. I wanted you to do it too. <laughs> but but where you need to forgive these people. And if your parents did the best that they could do, that they do truly love you. You know, there are extreme cases. Yeah. You got to forgive them. You got to forgive yourself. And that's how you get out of some of this stuff. Well, well, if I could just alter the words just a little bit. I, you, 
Go ahead. I was going to make a joke, but, but we're right. being serious. You, being you, serious. you don't have to forgive them. However, I would say not even for them. Forgiving them for yourself is so important to carry around that weight, which you can just let go of simply by forgiving is a gift to give to yourself that will be unrivaled by anything else out there in the universe. Yeah, I, there, there may be a kook alert, you know, somewhere with, you know, inner tension and the way you hold your body or however we, but, but that idea of releasing this, this shackle that somebody has on you. Oh yeah. I know this sounds like a metaphor, but in a lot of ways, it's an actual physical thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it just, it makes your life better. It helps you get out of some of this trauma without a doubt. Yeah. So I don't know. How do we normally wrap up kook alerts, Tyler? Like love uh, your inner child an Eiffel tower with no one in the middle. I mean, I could put a mic down or something. Oh, your ring light. Oh. Do you think, do you think that's big enough? <laughs> We'll talk about this what off air. What a weird way to end this. Yeah, I agree. Let's, let, let's do this again. Tyler, how do we normally end these things? Uh, I will just say, I don't know if we're going to keep it in the edit or not, but I will say it again. Love your inner child. When, when that pain comes up, when those issues come up, when that trauma comes up, understand that that is a little you at the age of whatever the trauma happened. And it is up to adult you, you right now listening to this, to parent that child, let them know you love them and, and, uh, you know, do what you can as if you were talking to an eight-year-old, an 11-year-old, a five-year-old, whatever it is. Agree. I agree. I figured we get uh, uh, unfettered access to this since we named the episode Kukula. Yeah, no, that's, but you just, Tyler, you really are pushing the line. Dude. It's the I, end of the episode. How dare you? I figured nobody's listening at this point anyway. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have actually done meditations where they have you meeting like your child self and, sure. and bro, just streaming tears. Yeah. I know yeah. a lot of people hear the inner child and just roll their eyes, you know, at an instant, but there really is something to that and treating whatever you want to call that voice in there with love and, 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 and with care that somebody didn't along the way. It, it's not wrapped up. It's not set in stone. You can do something about it right now. Every minute is right now. It's never over until the day that you die. And I agree 1 million percent with what you said. Sorry about the Google alert. No, you're good. And without a doubt. And I will just say, if you are still listening and you do figuratively or literally roll your eyes at what we said, if you are suffering from something and nothing you have done has worked why not give something crazy a shot? I mean, what do you have to lose? The great thing about this is you can do it in your head. For sure. You don't have to include no, anybody. No, no, we know. We know. <laughs> but Tyler, would you not agree that what makes us authorities on the subject is we tried everything else. If there was something else along the way that worked, we would still be smoking it. Yeah. It, just the problem is, is that once you've done all that, you've tried to bail the water out of the boat as much as you can. This is what, in our experience, you're left with. Without a doubt. Yep. So great job, Tyler. I appreciate you being so vulnerable and straightforward on this. For sure. You're Thank a, you for the laughter. You're a wealth of information on this subject. Gracias. So we love you guys very much. We do. We love you very much. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.